It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Good morning. Baz and Izzy for breakfast. SCNZ Thursday, the 28th of April. And you got Tony Kemp, Louis Herman Watt and myself. I'm back home. I'm back in Christchurch. It was great to be in the studio for the last couple of days with the boys and the ladies. Aroha in the newsroom doing a fantastic job. But I'm home now, boys, and we've got a good show for you today. We're going to talk. We're going to catch up with Baz. Baz Skip McCallum. He's over at the IPL. It'll be good to have a wee update. It's been a difficult time for his team. They've lost their last four, but he's got he's in good spirits. He's up and about, and that's what good coaches do. They uh, try and unite and uh, invigorate their sides, and um, he's doing that. At the moment, they've got six more games. Six games left in the IPL. There's still a chance to make the finals. And I had a wee look, and Mumbai Indians and the Chennai Super Kings are down the bottom as well. So it's been a difficult time for the superpowers in the IPL. But it'd be great to hear from our man. So we're going to have a chat to him just after seven. And then uh, Sal's NBL starts tonight. And it's the SCNZ's very own, the Otago Nuggets, taking on the Nelson Giants. Brent Matahare is the coach of Otago. And uh, he is going to come on the show and talk about... Uh, the season that is about they're about to embark on and uh, the current state of the NBL and how excited he is, mate. Um, we'll chat to him a bit about the breakers as well and uh, rip into some basketball chat this morning. All Black Selections, Ian Foster has spoken about continuity in selections. Hallelujah. We're going to chat a bit about those selections, where the headaches could be. There's going to be some, difficult, there's gonna be some great players that are going to miss out. I must say, so uh, we're going to break into that throughout the show. And then Alan Bunting joining the Black Ferns as culture advisor. Big support crew lining uh, him up to, for a succession plan, I'm pretty sure, post the World Cup. Alan Bunting will be taking over. But it's great to see him. The The bells are ringing for Alan Bunting to be involved. I've found a role. And uh, we actually spoke about that with Baz uh, seats on buses, there's obviously a lot of big influential figures in that environment now and it's uh, just trying to figure out everyone's role and I'm pretty sure Wayne Smith and, and Ted will be able to sort that situation out. Anyway, good show for you today. Give us a text on the Temper Bedpost text machine throughout the morning. We love hearing from you, double eight, double three, or even better, give us a call anytime on the Kenna Tire phone line, 0800 150 811. I'm, I'm going to throw it over to Auckland. To the studio because Kempi's sitting there, and, and well, Kempi, 
We, we have, might have a clip of it later. He said if this horse wins, he's going to shout the boys' lunch on Friday. Well, the horse won. Ideal one in the last. Yesterday at Hawara. And Kempe's smiling because he had a wee bit on it. And he's going to shout the boys' lunch. And it's only Joe. It's only Joe because Kez is sick today. So Joe's the only one going to lunch on Friday. Kez, you miss out. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah. You'd be happy with that, Uncle? Oh, yeah, man. I'm terrible. I, I I think Mark Chitter could be happy with it too, you know, because he tipped it out. He, uh, he yeah. you know, and at the time it was still paying two dollars eighty. No one had jumped on it, um, but as soon as the show opened, Mark Chitter spoke about it. Said that he spoke to Alan Sherrick and said they wanted to give something to the boys. When we went back to look at it, next time it was down to two dollars fifty. I think it closed at two twenty <laughs> yesterday. So, I think a lot of our listeners that were out there got a got a fill up as well. And uh, yeah, I'll take taking the boys out for a bite to eat. We'll probably head to the Alexandra so that we could have a. A little, uh, a nice little bar meal and a couple of bevies and maybe look at a couple of other races. Louis likes that. Oh, I love the Alex. Yeah, man. It's a great little pub. Yeah, and if our, any of our listeners are out there, come and come and join us. Come and come and join us. I'm having a conversation up here this morning, Izzy, about Louis, the tipster. You know, mm. the the the, mm. the main mm. man that mm. checks the form and um, gave me a hell of a lot of confidence around ideal when he said, "Yep." On its form, given that the last horse that it that beat it, and it beat it well too, the last horse beat it beat ideal. It's well. going to a marsh. He's taking it to Queensland. It, um, El it should, it should it should win, and ideal did, mate. It won hands and heels. It didn't really have to work. Too. Someone backed that number ten right in from like eighteens to fives. Yeah, someone someone. It was going all right on the corner, um, but yeah, ideal had it. But is he up? No, uh, yourself, mate. You obviously stayed off it. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I actually got on it, Uncle. I actually got on it, and, and you know, one of those things when you when you look at the meeting and, and you, you, I backed ideal. That was my only bet of the day, and I'm happy. So I've I've had a wee fill up, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to look at my next multi. But you know, when you look at the field, when you go through and you look at the races, and I look at the race number six, and I'm like, I like shop proof, shop proof one. I was like, ah, oh, okay, wasn't meant to be. You know, I look at race one. I've backed this horse before. Kafif hasn't won. I didn't think it would win. It won. Paid three dollars forty. So you know, just a lot of what ifs. A lot of what ifs running through the mind, Kempi. A lot of what ifs with the multi that might have been. Um, Louis, don't shake your head. I can see you in the camera. Don't shake your head. <laughs> and uh, you know, like just a lot of what ifs go. But I'll take my win. I'll take my win with Ideal, and I'm I'm happy. I'm still alive, I'm just, and I'm going to put a wee multi on. I'm just thinking, what a multi! What oh, a I'm just multi. thinking, I'm thinking, what a mug! I'm thinking, <laughs> like, like, mate, you've just had a fill up. You've just had a fill up, and all you think about is I how want you, more. You, you didn't get a multi on, which if you put the multi on, would have lost. Like, this is, this is the thing. It's like you can't have it all when you're. Especially midweek punting at Howard, like no offence to Howard, mm. but you you know you might not get the most consistent results. And actually, to be fair, yesterday it kind of did. We nearly hit the multi as well. Um, we nearly got John O'Benner and Holly Winyards one up, and and that was an incredible ride by Joe Cameroon, wasn't it? On Lightning Field, so he actually lost his irons, so he completely slipped, and then managed to scoop them back up with his feet. And carry on, an invisible spirit ran on for a really good second. So, uh, look, if you had the place multi going into Fiji and draw that we tipped out yesterday, said just for a bit of insurance, you'll be feeling really good. And now to be up to Fiji and draw to just keep that point start nice and tight. But, um, yeah, no, it was 
It was a great little day at Harwood yesterday, and I think they're racing at Team Maru today at Farlap. So we'll have another look through the fields and see if we can find something for just after 6.30. But Izzy, it was great to have you up in Auckland, mate, and back down to Christchurch now. And what's the biggest difference do you find between Auckland and Christchurch when you come up for a couple of days? Do you, do you like, what's the thing that smacks you in the nose about being in Auckland for a couple of days? Um, just just the, the, the stench. <laughs> the, the, sm- the smell. Um, I don't know what it is about. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Look, it must be the old spice kind of stench I was, I was smelling in the in the studio. Nah, look, I, I enjoyed my time going to Auckland. Um, I, look, I, for opportunities, you know, for um, yeah, just just probably more opportunities up in the big smoke, particularly for me. I, I really enjoy it. Um, but. For me, I just love coming home, back to the farm, back to the kind of lifestyle, quietness. It's only hour 20 to fly to Auckland, so um, I'm enjoying my time down here. But I, I, I must say, I really love coming up and, and spending a bit of time in the studio with you, you lads and, and, and Aroha and the team, um, seeing what kind of operation it is and just getting Because, you know, when you're down here, I'm just in my own little setup. It's, it sounds all gravy, but it gets pretty lonely and cold and, and boring. Um, I actually felt the energy yesterday in the studio. I'm not going to talk it up too much because Hutchie will be listening. But all right, we'll get you in the studio every day. And I was like, no, 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 it's all right. But um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, mate. It's uh, it's good. But it's good to be home, mate. Because Arlo, he's uh, three. Oh, on Monday he starts school. He starts school, mate. His first day officially as a school kid is on Monday, and I'm just pinching myself. It's now Thursday. Only a couple more days before my boy puts his school bag on and. And I drop him off at school for the first time. It's gonna be crazy times. Can't believe it. Just yeah, talking about that. Like I took my kids out for tea last night too, as he just to catch up with uh, my daughter and my son. And he came back and stayed with me last night at home. Um, didn't want to. Didn't want to go back over the shore. And uh, yeah, you know he's twenty four now and still mm. snuggled up on the couch, mate. Wanted to cuddle. You know what I mean? Um, I remember yeah. that first day he went to school. I still remember it. him and his sister standing at the door. She's got him under his arm. She's already been at school for two years, and he's just had the biggest smile. Mate, I give him a fresh haircut with these clippers. Mm. Mate, that's a funny story. I used these clippers on his head for seven years. Same clippers. And he would always say to me, they're blunt. <laughs> Dad, those clippers are blunt. I got so many photos of me giving him the, the number two. And seriously, they were blunt. They were blunt. <laughs> <laughs> he's a poor kid. He's he's still got the same haircut today. He got the old number mm. two. But um, yeah, mate. No, enjoy that day, Izzy. Enjoy sending Arlo to school. Yeah. Make sure you get plenty of photos at the front door. I mean, like the front door of your house, the front door of the school gate, and when he walks into his class. And um, don't be afraid to walk away when he goes in the class, mate, because he'll be just as happy to see the back of you as uh, <laughs> you are sending him to school for six hours a day. And Daisy, and just oh. tell Daisy, get, a, get as many coffee cars as she can because you'll be running out of things to do. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, yeah, look, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. And yesterday he had his first Ripper rugby training, boys. He had a, I missed it. I was flying home. So um, Ben now, the old uh, Crusaders hooker, he actually took the training and they had a pretty good uh, assistant coaches there. They had uh, Owen Franks and Kieran Reid on the sidelines running amok with the young kids. But I got seen some videos. It was pretty cool to see all the kids. Even Tilly was involved running around and just throwing the ball and 
her mum was camera. This is so Tilly. Her mum was camera and watching her run through this little drill. Tilly looks up at the camera, smiles, and runs along. And like just runs along looking <laughs> at the camera. I'm like, oh my god, you just like your mother. So um, yeah, it's it's crazy times, boys. I'm just obviously you can tell I'm pretty proud. She'll um. Yeah, Tilly will be. That's very sweet, is he? Tilly will be on the front cover of Horse and um, Show Jumping magazine in no time at all. Once she has that stable out the back of uh, Dagville as well, just like her her mum was, of course. Uh, Daisy's moment of fame, the thing she's most proud of <laughs> in her, her career. Embarrassing. Hey boys, some some news out of uh, some news out of Australia today. Are really interesting. We're trying to find it at the moment about Ooh. Mr. Walsh possibly signing. Do a... you want to do this to us at quarter past six? Oh mate, you want to? Put... Okay, I'm going to actually. I'm going to. I'm just going to say Mr. Walsh possibly signing, and we'll get we'll get that to that today. No, I think rip the bandaid off. I was just more meaning Jesus is going to hurt. Rip uh-huh. the bandaid off. Well. You know, no, walked in this morning like I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I'm, a, I'm real. I was so happy to spend some time with my kids last night. Um, I got up this morning at four o'clock, went down, and had to wake my wake my son up, <laughs> get up. I'm I'm off to I'm off to work, and um, I get in here early, so I stop in I stop into the the garage, and I text Louis because I thought he was the only one in here that early in the morning. <laughs> so you want a coffee, mate? So I'll get in here, Josie. Sorry, Joe, for not buying you a coffee, but. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll buy you an extra beer. You, you know, I will buy you an extra beer on Friday, AJ. Eh, and this time, you have to drink it. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> One's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I buy that, and I'll go out and I'll get them. There's a couple of homeless guys there, and I'm sort of, you know, I know I'll, I walk past them all the time, go and buy them some something to eat. You ask them if they're hungry, and buy them some koi. Um, but I get in here, and the and the first thing Louis says to me, mate, is, mate, have you heard about Reese Walsh? Apparently on. Um, NRL 360 last night, Kenty's come out and said that Reese Walsh should sign for the Broncos. And I've gone, he said, he, well, he didn't say Broncos straight away, he said if Reese Walsh should sign. And I'm going, I, I, I heard that he was going to the Dolphins, and he's gone to go back to the Broncos. And I'm like, no way, man, that can't be right. So um, we obviously can't get that footage yet because we're blocked out of Australia. But I'm on, I've got I've got our brothers at SEN eleven seventy over in Australia working on it. So hopefully our brothers and sisters over there will be able to forward us some of that audio. But yeah, that's Kenty reckons he's gone. Is he? He's gone wow. like Arlo to Ahoka Primary School. Except what, to the what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? Is like in the context of the week. What do you think about that breaking today? If that if if it is true, you know, but you, you got to take it with a pinch of salt. But if it is true, where what do you think that does to the oh. to the to the morale of the club? Mate, it deflates them even more. It just shows that he's not committed, and how can they trust him to to be out there and and be a part of what they're after and what they're about? And yeah, you look. It's if it has happened. Wow, I just yeah, it's, I'm blown away. Lost for words to be honest, because I could see you could build a team around it. Like he has been playing okay. I think on the weekend he kind of he looked a little bit lost. It looked a little bit kind of checked out. I must say. So maybe it, it has happened. He kind of didn't look the Reese Walsh that he has looked busy. He looked he looked like lethargic and just really. Blank. I felt on that Monday night game um, in the in the rugby I was watching. So yeah, I don't, look, if it has happened, I'll be really disappointed, Kempi. Honestly, I'll be I'll be super gutted. Mate, I got a, I got a phone call when he, when they signed Reese Walsh, and everyone had 
you know, that knew of the players in the Brisbane comp knew that Rhys Walsh could play football. But I got a phone call from a mate in Aussie saying, you know, there's a lot of work that they need to do with this kid. Um, mm. And, of course, you know, what unfolded at the end of last year, uh, really, this is what I was, this is what I was being told about his off-field stuff. Um, one of the... What, one of the things that really I don't know how you feel about this, Izzy, but I'm I'm like I love my country. I you know mm. I I bought my kids home from England. I love my country bef- too. Kevin. Before they went to school, because I wanted them to grow up in a a rural school like I did. Um, my daughter's mm. you know my daughter had a North Yorkshire accent, which was quite posh. Um, the first day she came home from school, hey, Dad, they don't wear any shoes at school, Dad. Like that, I'm like, yeah, man, get used <laughs> to it. Um, <laughs> that's but. What really confuses me is when you see Kiwi guys or Pacific Islanders singing the Australian anthem, um, oh. and it really grates me, you know. Like, and again, like I was watching like the Anzac thing, and I, I think the anthem's a good thing. I don't necessarily believe in how they were put together in bits and pieces, but that's another story. But they're going down the line of the Warriors and Reese Walsh. Like they played the national anthem in New Zealand first, and then they played the Australian anthem, and Reese Walsh was singing the Australian anthem. And I'm, I just go, man, so confused, you know. It's like the conversation I had with James Tamo, you know, like he was a junior Kiwi, played for the New Zealand Māoris, and then represented New South Wales and played for Australia. And with a tarmacle down the down the left hand side of his arm, and I said to him, mate, what are you going to tell your grandkids? You know, when they look at your your, your tarmacle and and say, well, how come you got a green and yellow jersey on? You know, like it's confusing. So. Yeah, mate, I'm looking forward to, to seeing whether or not there's any truth in this. I think that that kid's confused, mate. That's what I do. Well, we'll find out a bit more about this. We're going to try to find exactly what Paul Kent has said, and then we'll see it, because Cameron George has been extremely, extremely passionate in saying that he's not oh, going yeah. anywhere, and he is very, very happy. He has been extremely. Uh, I don't know if the whole camp shares that view. We will find out what Kenty reckons. This is good text here. We'll get to on the other side, double eight, double three. And just thinking, all these kids going off to school stories and bare feet, a Hoka primary school, you wouldn't want to be wearing bare feet. They will be in the winter down there. It's freezing out in North Canterbury. Any tips for new school parent Izzy Dag and Daisy? What are they going to fill their days with? Double eight, double three. Or give us a call. Oh, 800 busy, Louie. Yeah, that's right. Well, da- <laughs> sorry. What's Daisy gonna? Do? <laughs> What's Daisy gonna do? Any, any tips or how to stay? How to make sure you don't get too emotional when you're dropping your your boy or your girl off for their first day at school? Any tips for Izzy Dag as he goes through this amazing parenting monumentous <laughs> occasion? It's that something you tick off, isn't it? Along the way, send them through. We'll put give them to Izzy. I'm sure him and Daisy will appreciate. That it is 21 minutes past six here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. We'll talk some worries after this. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.